Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue at Iron Dove. You can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. So yesterday I was talking about the whole growing pains thing and how, you know, because of all these old books were like locked in these silly little boxes and so we should throw them out, which in a way could be construed as being just a little blasphemous. But, you know, that's only if you consider these things to be sacred. And quite honestly, I know that millions and millions of people do. But I think millions and millions of people don't. And I think that we've been programmed for so long to believe that these things are sacred when they're stories. Some of them are really unpleasant, really horrific stories. Some of them are great stories that would make a great movie. And others are just, you know, somebody going off on a tangent about something or another. So... The thing is, I mean, I don't want to alienate anyone, and this is something that I've noticed about all people, but I think in it applies to women in higher percentages than men. And I think that the reason is this programming, you know, that we've all been given. We've been given this programming by the way of these dusty old books of tradition and dogma. And, you know, like I said yesterday, I pretty much feel like for women, they're useless. They're oppressive. And, you know, somebody wrote them once, but who cares? Somebody wrote a lot. People write a lot of things, but who cares? You know? I'm sorry, but I just, I understand that people are hung on to, they hang on to stuff. It's tradition. It's locking people in these creepy little boxes that hurt them. And it's over. It's done. It's not doing any good for anybody anymore. I know there's tons of money tied up in it. I know there's tons of pomp and circumstance tied up in it. But the truth of the matter is, is that that most of the people who had a lot of these faiths shoved down their throat during the Crusades and other times in history, they didn't want them then, and they don't want them now. Everybody's got their own idea of their relationship with their creator. And whatever your relationship is with your creator is totally good. And that's what you should have. And you don't need dusty, old books full of things that were pertinent 2,000 years ago that are useless and oppressive and hurtful today. In any case, just because actual locations exist that someone's written about or written into a story doesn't in any way make the story true. For example, think about the millions of books that are written in modern times about all kinds of locations that are actual and stories that are completely made up. I mean, there's so many, they're too numerous to even mention. Just because a location exists that someone has written into the story does not in any way make the story true. It doesn't make the story necessarily useful, beneficial, or helpful to humanity. 
The oppression of women is fundamentally linked to these 2,000-year-old texts. The laws of this country and the laws of many countries are based on laws and codes that considered women to be property and subject to very few rights, if any rights, at all. Now, I've been following with some interest this whole subject of what does the U.S. consider to be torture? And it basically, it comes down to this. If it doesn't leave a mark, it's not torture. So the theory is to break you down emotionally, to destroy your sense of self, your self-worth, your self-love, until you believe that you can be nothing without your keeper. Interestingly, it sounds a lot like what a lot of women get to experience. In fact, women in the United States have been fighting for equal rights for so long. And even though we here are closer than many to achieving equal rights, we're still a long, long way from being successful. There's a book that was recently reviewed by the uh, Sunday Books section, and um, it's titled A Question of Torture, CIA Interrogation from the Cold War to the War on Terror by Alfred W. McCoy. And one part of the review discusses a few of the things that are used to create this sense of isolation and disorientation are things like goggles, gloves, foam pillow, things basically where you become separate from the rest of the world around you by some kind of a material. And it kind of made me think about the burkas. You know, I mean, talk about a sense of isolation. Here you're completely covered from head to toe in black garb with your face shielded from the rest of the world, including the sunshine. And, um, and how must that make you feel in terms of loss of identity and isolation? I just can't even imagine. And I don't want to imagine. But, you know, this is one of those things. Women should be covered from head to toe. Why? Why? Who says? And whoever thought of that such a thing could not possibly have been a woman. In any case, the point is that I don't think it's blasphemous or evil or anything else to say that what may have worked 2,000 years ago does not work today, and it's time to let it go. Once you get more information, the more information you get, the, the more that you know, and the more that you know, the more that you move outside of things. I mean, look, Sir Isaac Newton had his information. And for a very long time, modern physics was using certain information that he had gleaned from the universe. As more information was gained by other people using his information, that was added to the mix. And now some of the things that he had discovered, although they're still true, once other information is added, a more precise and more appropriate calculation can be done. As people evolve, as information evolves, everything has to evolve. And to hang on to these stupid little crutches is just really stupid. And it's really starting to piss me off because it just, it's so evident in everything, everything. I read the paper and I see this stuff and I just think to myself, 
This is so stupid. It is so stupid. We don't have infinite wisdom. Be great if we did, but we don't. But the divine creator has infinite wisdom. And in that infinite wisdom lies reason behind everybody's, quote, perfection or imperfection, including that barking dog, which you may or may not be able to hear in the background. So men and women may be opposite, but they are equal in the eyes of the divine creator. And, and I challenge anyone to tell the divine creator that one of his or her human creatures is somehow lesser or subhuman than any other. And that goes for all of those homophobics, too. Just get over your bad self and acknowledge that the divine plan is bigger than any of us can imagine or possibly understand. Because you know what? None of us, and I don't care, none of us has that infinite wisdom to understand completely the divine plan. So blasphemous, perhaps, and perhaps not. Maybe it's just the reality check. And the reality check is, if the pants don't fit, change them. If the books don't work, read different books. Maybe don't read books at all. Maybe the answer is, write your own book. So that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till tomorrow, this is Ella at Iron Dove, signing out.